listening to Bar Silence, a VGM podcast, and this is the music of Street Fighter 3. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Bar Silence. My name is Jamison, and I'm your host. Every episode of this show aims to explore the very best video game music from past and present. If you're new to the show, you can head over to barsilence.com, where you can listen to past episodes, see track listings, as well as being able to find an easy link to subscribe on whatever your favorite podcatcher is. You can also listen on 8Beats Radio, where the show plays live on the first Tuesday of every month. Check it out at 8Beats.co, or check out the show notes for a link to 8Beats, and then tune in to excellent video game music 24-7 around the clock. In this episode, we're going to be listening to the absolutely awesome soundtracks to the trilogy of Street Fighter 3 games that hit arcades in 1997 and 1999. But we can't talk about Street Fighter 3 without first mentioning its wildly successful predecessor, Street Fighter 2. This classic arcade game helped to define the genre of fighting games when it was released in 1991. The game featured a cast of unique characters, each with their own fighting styles and special moves. Which on paper is actually kind of a simple recipe, but it's been copied over and over for decades now. When Street Fighter 2 came out, it was a worldwide phenomenon that by 1994 had been played by over 25 million people. And when you include the sequels of Street Fighter 2, the game was estimated to have made over $10 billion in revenue, most of which came from the arcades. So it's easy to see why this is still regarded as one of the most important video games ever made. 
In the five years between 1991 and 1996, Capcom rode the wave of success by releasing nine different Street Fighter titles, five of which were variations of Street Fighter II, two games in the Street Fighter Alpha series, one game in the Street Fighter EX series, as well as a game based on the movie, based on the game. When Street Fighter III was first announced in 1996, Capcom's senior planner and the director of the first Resident Evil, Shinji Mikami, was quoted saying that Street Fighter III would be impossible to convert to any consoles that were currently on the market. This wild claim actually has some truth to it because the game was built using the CPS3 hardware, which offered the ability to create elaborate 2D sprites, and they executed this, giving each character in Street Fighter 3 between 700 and 1200 individual frames of animation that ran at 60 frames per second. To say the least, Street Fighter 3 marked the pinnacle of 2D fighting games for a reason. Characters in the game were fluidly animated, and their attacks and animations were nothing short of spectacular in action. And at this point in the 90s, 3D fighting games like Virtua Fighter, Tekken, and Soul Blade were seen as the zenith of technology in the arcades. Even Mortal Kombat had moved on to the world of 3D fighting at this point, and Virtua Fighter and Tekken were both about to release the third games in their series. So the question is, why would Capcom go with an old-looking 2D fighter again after years of different releases of Street Fighter 2? The answer, that I would assume, is that there was more life to 2D sprite animation and Capcom was determined to prove it. Street Fighter 3 New Generation was finally released in 1997 with a near-completely new cast of characters, as the name implies. And while you still have Shotokan fighters like Ken and Ryu, most of the roster were new characters that replaced archetypes found in Street Fighter 2. The game's small but fresh roster pits characters against one another with new gameplay mechanics that were borrowed from other Capcom fighting games like Darkstalkers, Street Fighter Alpha, and X-Men Children of the Atom. When these are mixed together, they make this perfect harmony of flawless controls and gave gamers the ability to dive deep into its intricacies. So anyways, let's talk about the music. The soundtrack, by Hideki Okagawa and Yuki Owai, places its emphasis on defining musical themes around the characters and introducing a fusion of musical genres together that go along with the game's theme of new, to fantastic results. The song we open the show with is Jazzy NYC, Underground, that comes from Alex's stage. This is a jazzy and funky dance-inspired track that perfectly captures the urban setting of Alex's New York stage with his use of sirens and vocal samples. It's easily one of the most definitive themes in the series, so I had to start with this one. So first up in this block, we're going to listen to Good Fighter, which is the theme that's associated with Ryu and Ken that has this upbeat and jazzy feel to it that I absolutely love. After that, we're going to hear Sharp Eyes, which is the theme for Ibuki that maintains the game's overall jazzy vibe and mixes it with classic Japanese instrumentation. Then after that, we're going to close the block with Tomboy, which is the theme for Elena, the capoeira fighter from Kenya. This track's use of tribal-inspired drums seals the deal on this already awesome song. So enjoy these tunes, and I'll be back afterwards to talk about Street Fighter 3, Second Impact, Giant Attack.
Street Fighter 3 Second Impact Giant Attack was released in arcades in September of 1997, just seven months after New Generation. This game is also powered by the CPS3 hardware and it looks just as amazing as before. The biggest improvements to the sequel are focused on the gameplay mechanics, which this time included tech throws, character-specific taunts, and EX specials. And while this game is a sequel, the story is actually considered a retcon, somewhat surprisingly rewriting the events of New Generation. This time around, a third World Warrior tournament is being held across the globe, and all of the characters in the game have entered for their own reasons. Most of the plot is explained through endings that tell a story that centers around a secret organization aiming to control the world since the fall of the Shadowloo in Street Fighter II. And speaking of characters in the game, Second Impact introduces several new ones. One of these characters is Hugo, a professional wrestler who was first seen in the 1989 release of Final Fight. He's accompanied in the game by his manager, Poison, who later becomes a playable character in the crossover game Street Fighter X Tekken. The game also marks the return of Akuma, who is last seen in Street Fighter 2 Turbo in 1994. And the last new warrior in this game is Yurian, who is the younger tyrannical brother of Gil, the main antagonist from New Generation. Gil is the leader of the secret organization called the Illuminati, who's set on turning the world into his own version of a utopia, and Yurian wants to take control of the Illuminati for himself. Now, one of the things that Street Fighter III Second Impact soundtrack does really well, like the game itself, is that it brings a massive improvement in the quality of songs. The Second Impact soundtrack is a favorite amongst fans of the series, and it's seen as a stylistic evolution of both composers, Hideki Okagawa and Yuki Iwai. Building on the foundation that they set for New Generation, this soundtrack continues the jazz, funk, hip-hop, and techno influences that lovingly complement the fast-paced action of the gameplay. So for our next block, we're going to start with Funky Bay, which is the theme for Ken. This song's record scratches, excellent drums, and catchy bass line create a laid-back groove that you can easily vibe out to. After that, we're going to hear Bottoms Up that acts as Hugo's theme. This track has an excellent New Jack Swing type of sound to it that's filled with character that you're not going to be able to get enough of. Following that jam, we're going to hear Sao Paulo, which is the track for the Brazil stage of Sean. This song's steel drum beats and flute lead could easily accompany your next vacation to the beach with the top down on your sports car. Then we're going to hear Crowded Street, which is a killer drum and bass theme for one of the kung fu fighting twins, Yang. This down-tempo jam is an absolutely stellar track that goes perfectly with the cool, quiet, and less ego-driven of the twins. Then last in this block, we're going to hear Leave Alone, which is the UK house mix version of the theme for Dudley. This classy house theme matches the coolness factor of this gentleman boxer, and I really enjoyed this one. So let's get into these tracks, and I'll return to talk about Street Fighter 3 Third Strike.
two games released in 1997, Street Fighter III Third Strike was released in arcades in 1999 and acts as a direct sequel to Second Impact. This time, it adds to the mythology behind each of the characters in the game and introduces five additional characters to the roster. First of which is Remy, who is a moody French fighter with a sweet leather jacket and green long hair, whose fighting style is a little bit similar to Guile and Charlie. The game also introduces the mysterious Q character in his spooky mask, long tan trench coat, and hat. Q has been noted to have been spotted in crime scene photos and unsolved murders around the world, making his addition both strange and perplexing. The character 12 is also introduced in this game as the first successful soldier created by the Illuminati's Secret G Project experiment, and his prime directive in the game is eliminating his prototype, Necro. The game also introduces the young tomboyish karate instructor named Makoto, and sees the return of fan-favorite Chung Lee. Third Strike also continues its path of improving gameplay mechanics for each version just like its predecessors, and this time introduces Guard Parry, or otherwise known as Red Parry, which can be used to great effect by seasoned players. It also sees the return of the Destroy the Car bonus stage from Street Fighter 2, and adds player ratings ranging between E and Master Street Fighter in the arcade mode after each battle. Third Strike is the final and undoubtedly best iteration of Street Fighter 3 out there. It's known for giving players an extreme level of control over their characters, as well as being known for its incredibly lively and undeniably amazing soundtrack. The first two games in this series of soundtracks notably sounds like video game music, but Third Strike flips the expectations of what you might have been ready for, and instead introduces music that's become an absolute time capsule of the soundscapes of popular music in 1999. To better highlight some of this incredible soundtrack, we're going to jump into our first of two blocks of music for Third Strike. First, we're going to start things off with China Vox, which is the Chung Li stage theme. This song uses Chinese instrumentation, a heavy bass line, and combines it with killer drums to make for an awesome reintroduction to this character, who's been missing for the last two games. Then, we'll follow with Snowland, which is the theme for both Necro and 12, that has this awesome saxophone lead, unbelievably lush bass line, and a fast drum and bass beat that is both smooth and grooving. Last, we'll hear Twilight, which is the new theme for Ibuki in this game. This song is an absolute knockout with how it blends an expressive approach to blisteringly fast beats and Japanese woodwinds into this genuinely sophisticated and cool track. So, let's jam out to these songs and I'll be back afterwards to talk a little bit more about Third Strike's amazing soundtrack.
for Third Strike was solely composed by Hideki Okagawa this time around. And I think as the only composer, he really had a chance to do what he does best on this soundtrack. Okagawa got his start at Capcom in 1993, where his first tracks were composed for a CPS2 game called Alien vs. Predator. He then later contributed to fighting game soundtracks like 1994's Darkstalkers and 1995's Mega Man The Power Battle. So after all of his collaboratory work in Street Fighter 3 in 1997, he decided to do something different with Third Strike. Rather than just arranging or updating the tracks from the other two versions, he created mostly brand new compositions this time around. His contributions to the game are a modernist take on the idea of video game music. And like we heard in the last Bach we just listened to, one could describe it as mature and contemporary. It has a seamless blend of electronic music, like house and drum and bass, and he's given character-specific touches like jazz, hip-hop, and world music to each theme. Now, what really made this game different was how Okagawa introduced a gritty and urban sense of importance to this game's soundtrack, with the introduction of the Canadian-born rapper Desmond Francis, who's better known as his stage name, Infinite. In 1992, a hip-hop group called Ghetto Concept was formed in Toronto where Infinite got his start as the group's DJ, and he eventually became a rap contributor on their 1994 single called Easy on the Motion. In 1995, he left that group to start his own solo career and started a record label called Lockdown Entertainment with his brother Kane and released his first single called Gotta Get Mine. This song won a Juno Award for the Best Rap Recording, and in 1998, he won a Much Music Video Award for the single Take a Look. His credentials were established and his talent was already recognized, so when Okagawa and Capcom held auditions for the announcer and rapper for the game, he jumped on his chance to do this. During an interview with Two Line Music Hut Podcast in 2020, he described how Capcom came to the auditions with an underlying beat for people to rap over. He said that just about everybody in the Canadian rap scene was there trying for the part. So when he was told he got the role, he was actually then told that he was going to be doing three songs for the game and hundreds of voiceover bits. This of course was on a Sunday and his studio time started the very next day. So he did what any talented and gifted lyricist would do. He immediately got to work writing three songs for the game based on what he learned from them and what he knew from his own experiences playing Street Fighter 2. If you're at all interested in knowing more about this, check out the show notes and I'll include a link to the rest of his interview. So getting into the music, first up in this block is the song Let's Get It On, which appears in the game for the character select screen. This full-length version of the track is catchy and filled with creative and lyrically genius bars that any Street Fighter fan can appreciate. Then after that, we're going to hear the Makoto stage theme called Spunky. It's a lively and vivacious track with fast drums and really cool stereo panning throughout the whole song. Shoutouts to Aaron of the Aaron and Tommy Super Pod Saga podcast, who said that this was one of his favorites from the soundtrack, and I can say that I absolutely love this one too. Then after that, we'll get on the dance floor for the next track called Beats In My Head, which comes from the Elena stage theme. This song hits outstanding 90s house vibes and has a lovely bassline that makes this one an absolute delight to listen to on any sunny day. After defeating her foes in the game, one of the quotes that Alina says is, get addicted to the beat, rhythm could be your friend too. And I couldn't agree more. So we're going to follow that advice to finish this block with You Blow My Mind, which is the new Dudley stage theme, and is more likely to make you question whether you should be fighting or dancing. It should also bring Yuzo Koshiro to mind with this Street to Rage 2 style house vibe, and I'm totally here for it. So let's get at it and dive into these awesome tracks, and I'll be back after that. Welcome to the world of Street Fighter 3. Prepare for battle. Only one. 
one topic. Join the street fighters from bare hands to toxic. You're an average warrior, I be the master. I can teach you how to fight and move faster. One false move, kid, that be disaster. I'll beat you endless and continue the day after. Street Fighter 3, that's right, the third chapter. This game's so real, no lies or no actors. Pick your character, don't wanna represent your life. You start with anybody, so make your choice right. Select and make your first pick. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. Choose and pick the best one. 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Select and make your first pick. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. Choose and pick the best one. 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Select and make your first pick. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. Choose and pick the best one. 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Select and make your first pick. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. Choose and pick the best one. 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. One box could leave you messed up and fractured. Lock these uppercuts, they may leave you captured. May the best fighter win and win again. Battle to the top until his life ends. But if his life ends and he starts to decay, may one of his street soldiers avenge me. See you talking to the game, couldn't be talking to me. I got enough to beat and more soldiers to bury. You know we just clicked in and made you realize this game is twice as hard. You see that with your own eyes. You're on the way to choose your type of life because you gotta. I tell you from now, which fighter will be the hotter. I don't think you want this one. Just practice. Just challenge me when you're ready with your tactics. High punch, spin kicks, watch your back split. I see you in the air when I make you backflip. Select and make your first pick. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. Choose and pick the best one. 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Select and make your first pick. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. Choose and pick the best one. 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Select and make your first pick. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. Choose and pick the best one. 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Select and make your first pick. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. Choose and pick the best one. 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. I can teach you how to fight a move faster. One false move, kid, that be 
it dope mix. That's the show. Hopefully you guys have enjoyed this episode of Bar Silence about the music from the trilogy of Street Fighter 3 releases. If you want to interact with the show and tell me what you think about my selections in this episode, you can follow me on a variety of social media platforms. I am on Twitter at Bar Silence VGM. 
You can also check out the show notes to find links to the show on Tumblr and Instagram. That's where I'll be posting various information about the games featured in this episode. And, same as always, please consider taking a moment to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you find the show, because I'd really love to hear what you think. Don't forget, you can go to barsalence.com to listen to past shows if you missed any. And of course, if you're feeling giving, you can always support Bar Silence on Patreon. Check the show notes to find an easy link to contribute. And for already being Patreon subscribers of the show, I want to thank listeners Zoe and Alusa. You are both helping to keep the show going each month, and I really appreciate it. You both rock and roll. I really hope you've enjoyed this episode. I also want to thank friend of the show, contributor, and fellow VGM podcaster, Professor Tom of the Shujin Academy VGM Club as well. You can and should check out his show wherever you find podcasts, or go to the show notes and you'll find a link to tune in. Additional thanks go out to show sponsor, Bold Pick and Specialty Pickles. You should absolutely check out this independently owned flavor forward pickle company. Head to boldpickens.com and see if you can find them in stores near you. So to end the show, I've got a final track to play us out. We're going to listen to one more variation of Jazzy NYC. This one comes from Third Strike and it's called Jazzy NYC 99. This theme is so nice, I decided to use it twice. This song plays in both Alex and Ken's stage in the game, and if I had to pick a favorite version of this track, it would definitely be this one. Yeah, that makes sense. That's cool. I couldn't agree more, Infinite. So thanks again for listening, and I'll see you guys next time.
Warrior. Time over.